Hey everyone, welcome back to Star's Opinion, the Christian perspective. Okay, so a lot has been going on this week and I really didn't want to jump on the topic of um, Beyonce again, but I think it's not even really about Beyonce, but it's more so about the um, false entity or the false deity, the demonic deity that she um, embodies or that works through her because it's not just Beyonce right it's more so of other artists as well or just other things that we indulge when it comes to music when it comes to um, entertainment in our everyday lives so We'll go ahead and get right into it. But first, I would like to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening. If you are here on YouTube, thank you. Please like and subscribe. If you are not here from YouTube, I have a YouTube page called Stars Conversations where we talk about biblical principles. So I will go ahead and leave the link down below so you can go ahead and like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you are listening on any of the podcasts streaming forms or platforms I should say welcome and go ahead and follow for more content all right so the first thing okay so we had the whole um Tasha Cobb and her prayer for Beyonce and then we had the Grammys and then um I did I got to see at least a little bit of like certain clips from the Grammys from being online and yeah, like who can sit and watch that in their homes? Um, and so then, um, I actually, um, saw the clip of the prophet Tiffany Montgomery, um, on Larry's read, Larry live with Larry read on his Instagram page. Um, he had posted it either the day of or the day after, that she had um, prophesied what God told her to say to the church. And I was like, yeah, I agree with that, you know. And it was right after the whole big debacle online about um, Tasha Cobbs. And then the next day, everything was just like, everyone was just going in on Tiffany, um, um, professing Christians, I should say. Um, most of them were going in on her. And then you had the other side who was agreeing with her. And let me make this very clear that I agree with Tiffany, the prophet Tiffany. Um, I agree with her. I mean, they call her every, um, as she said, they called me every P word except prophet. Um, they call her pastor. They call her preacher. They call her whatever, lady online. And then they tried to shame her, like, oh, you used to be a Jay-Z and Beyonce fan. And she was like, yeah, I was. And then till God saved me in my shower in 2015. So, you know, the devil tried to shame her um, with that. But she, you know, the Holy Spirit in her came right back at it. Like, yeah, I used to do exactly what y'all was doing. But guess what? I repented and I've been saved and walking with God since. So, so let's just get into what she actually said. So what she said was that, um, what she said was pretty much I'm summarizing is that how can you call yourself a Christian if you are going to a Beyonce concert, which makes sense. Like, why would I go to a Beyonce concert 
knowing or professing to be a Christian when I clearly see the demonic um, presence in her um, in her entertainment and her performing. Like she's clearly heavily into witchcraft and has been into witchcraft for some years now. And um, her husband calls himself God. You know, they did a performance on um, the Grammys and the song is called God Did. And he, they basically mocked the, the Last Supper and Jay-Z was in the seat of Jesus. And when they sang the song, God did, he said, hold it, you know, pointing to himself or mentioning himself. So these people blatantly show you who they are, who they worship, and you call yourself a Christian and you say that it's okay to go to their, um, their performance. And it was a post that I saw on Facebook and it said, imagine Jezebel throwing a concert and Elijah showing up with tickets. And I thought that was hilarious, but funny, like hilarious, funny, but very true to, you know, the online uproar that is happening right now because Elijah would never. So why, as in today's society, as Christians, why do we feel that we are exempt from the same holiness as they were in the Old Testament or as even as they were in the New Testament? Why do we think that we are exempt from that? These are examples that God has given us for us to model our 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 walk with him, you know? So, um, yeah, I was just like, what? you know, okay, so I was talking to my mom um, a couple of weeks ago before, even before the Tasha Cobb thing, and I was telling her that I feel as though God is drawing a line, between, you know, who is his and who's not his. He is exposing all hearts. We are in a season in a time where you either you're going to stand for God or you not or you're not going to stand for God. It's going to be um very clear on whose side are you on. You know, he's drawing a line. And so then the whole Tasha Cobb thing happened. And then the whole um Beyonce thing happened with um, the prophet calling out Christians going to her concert. And the thing is, a lot of people were upset, but the message was for Christians because remember, I don't know if anyone is here from last week, but um, Paul says like, what business is of mine to judge outside the church? Aren't I supposed to judge those within? So she was um, rebuking people who have professed to be Christians that you have pretty much prostituted yourself to these demonic deities, to the worship of Satan. You have prostituted yourself. How many times in the Bible that um, God had to... um, punish the children of Israel for for linking themselves up with false gods, you know, false entities, the worship of Baal, the worship of Moloch, the worship of um 
um, the golden calf. That's why he brought them out of Egypt. And when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments, he saw that they have made a golden image of themselves of a calf and they worship the calf. And he was upset and he broke the Ten Commandments that God actually wrote with his own finger on the tablets. So, you know, Beyonce, she worshiped the, she worships the, 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 the the golden calf she's into the the yorba um witchcraft i mean anyone who um is of african descent from the continent of africa when they see the imagery they're like oh yeah that's witchcraft like they know it they've seen it they have been around this some some of them have even been delivered from it so when they see us in the western world um they can automatically um identify it and say, no, I, I don't want any parts of that. Even people from um, Haiti or um, Jamaica, they they can, they they know it. They know, they recognize it and they stay far away from it. Now you have the Westerners who wants to get in touch with their roots. That's how the devil confuses them or deceives them. They want to get in touch with their roots because they feel like they're lost and, you know, they want to know the culture that they come from because, you know, the white man did it, you know, and that's a different topic. But, um, so they are embracing, um, African spirituality. That's what they call embracing the, the, the old customs of their African roots. And, it's witchcraft. That's what it is. It's just witchcraft. So, you know, um, why? It's like, why have Christians? This message is for Christians. If you are not a Christian, then the message isn't for you because you haven't um, openly proclaimed to um, serve the one and true living God. You haven't told God that I bear your name and I will worship you and only you. So this message is for Christians. And the thing is, why would I, why would I go to a concert or why would I indulge in entertainment, whether it's music or movies or whatever, that openly blaspheme, excuse me, that openly blaspheme the name of God. When God says that I am a jealous God, to have no other gods before me, to to not to worship any idols. This is what God says. This is what, and then even if someone said, well, that was the Old Testament. Well, Jesus says that the two greatest commandments is to love the Lord God with all your heart. He says, love me with all your heart. If you love God with all your heart, you cannot worship or partake in anything that blasphemes him. I mean, um, Jay-Z has a, a lyric that says that Jesus can't save you, but you find yourself listening to his music. Um, Beyonce has a, a song where she says that she plugged her menses with pages of the Bible. Do you think that this is art? How, how can you, how can you defend yourself 
how can you defend yourself in front of God to say, oh, well, it's just music. Um, and then another song um, with Beyonce, she says that um, she's on that demon time. How, how can I sing that song? And then when that part comes on as a, a, a Christian, a Bible believing Christian, and I said, well, I'm just not going to sing that part. Or I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. And listen, I'm speaking from experience. I love Destiny's Child. I used to love listening to Beyonce. Bought her perfume because I wanted to smell nice. I wanted to be feminine. I wanted to be soft and sexy, you know, because that's what she embodies, you know. And, you know, for years I battled with, you know, God told me to let it go. Look at what she's saying. Look at what she's doing. Look at the imagery. Let it go. And for a minute, I'll let it go. And then, you know, when I find myself slipping again, I'll be like, oh, well, I'll just listen to this song or I'll just listen to that song because I genuinely like the music. But then it comes to a point of time where God was like, you have to make a choice. And I had to make a choice that I can not link myself up with something that God calls profane. How can I say that I love God when I don't even do what he says? How can I say, I'll, I'll be a hypocrite. I'll be a hypocrite. So I had to repent. I had to get rid of all her music, all the songs. And it it kind of like, oh, it's like a pulling. It's like, oh, oh, I don't want to get rid of it. But once you get rid of it and you stay away from it, you're, you're able to have a, a clarity of mind when it comes to the spiritual things that God allows you to see or experience. Um, you, you're able to see with your spiritual eyes of, you know, how deceptive the devil is. Um, so I'm glad the prophet Tiffany, I'm glad she called, called the Christians out for going to a Beyonce concert because she's a witch and there's so many there's if you even go on in the comments online there's so many women especially black women there's so many women who practice witchcraft I mean even the lady who did honey honey pot I think that's the name of her um, company and she was saying that the ancestors visited her and gave her the ingredients so now you're gonna cast a spell on products for your vagina. Like I never. I don't care if it is black on. If it's in witchcraft. I'm not going to buy it. Um, Just a lot of different things. And you know. A lot of people were going in on. The prophet Tiffany. Because they were saying. Okay enough now. You said what you had to say. Or you know. Um, then. then and, I, and I knew this was the devil. Because. Then people kept saying that she was damning Beyonce to hell. I was like, what? She she never said that. Because when I originally saw when I originally saw the video um on Larry Reed's page, I said, I need to find out who this is. Like I've seen her face before, but I don't know who this is. So I went to go research her and I I listened to the um the message that the full in in its full context. 
on YouTube and I was just listening to other videos that she did and just taking everything that she has said and um, testing it with the word of God because the Bible tells us to test all things. And for Christians, the word of God is our final authority. So I'm taking what she said and I'm testing it against the word of God. There is no error. It, it lines up. So, you know, the Bible tells us that um, my sheep knows my voice. And God's voice was speaking through Tiffany. So I listen. My sheep knows my voice and they listen to me. I, I listened because I knew I knew I heard God's voice when I heard her spoke. And I wanted to confirm that I heard God's voice by testing what she said against the word of God. And I knew what she was saying lined up biblically so I can agree with her. Like I, I'm confident that I can agree with what she's saying now because I took what she said and I tested it and um, examined it against the word of God. Right. So I came to um, Ephesians chapter five, verse 11. And it says, says, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful to even talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed. When the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead and Christ will give you the light. That is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 10 through 14. She is exposing the worthless evil deeds of darkness. This is what God called us to do is to expose them. Now, if God called you to do it, then do it, Right. So then we go to, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 21. It says, you cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and from the cup of demons too. You cannot eat at the Lord's table and at the table of demons too. What? Do we dare to rouse the Lord's jealousy? Do you think we are stronger than he is? You say, I am allowed to do anything but not everything is good for you. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others. So when I read that, I thought about people who are baby Christians and they're looking at people who profess to be Christians for years. And they say, oh, well, you know, they went to a Beyonce concert or they listen to, you know, Rihanna or, you know, they're able to do this. So you cause them to fall. But what does the Bible say about causing one of these little ones to fall back into sin? That is worse for you. So how can I, as a Bible believing Christian, say that I love God, but I... As the Bible call it, I prostitute myself to these, these false gods that I have been unfaithful to him. 
And this is why he calls himself a jealous God. So I commend Tiffany for speaking up and, and doing exactly what God told her to do and saying exactly what God told her to say. She got so much backlash um, from quote unquote celebrity Christians and it confirmed what God had revealed to me weeks ago is that he's going to expose all hearts. He's going to expose your heart. He's going to expose exactly what's in your heart. Like, just like she said, because you want some clout. So you want to, you know, be chummy with secular artists that openly blaspheme the God that you say you love and you sing about because you want to attain their superstardom or you want to be liked by them. So it brings... Like by them, right? So, okay. It brings me to Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. Let's go to that scripture right now. Uh, here it is. Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. And we read, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. So you had a lot of people say, yeah, but I'm still going to go to the Beyonce concert. I listened to um, um, a live from um, Jackie Hill Perry. She said that, you know, God had convicted her two months ago about Beyonce. And she did her research and she went in on, on with the searching of you know the 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 imagery that she's seen in the videos and because she used to always think like you know you don't need to be that deep like you know this is artistry this is beautiful but God had to convict her and show her the true meaning of the artistry or show her the true meaning of um what was being done and she said she had to repent and she had to get rid of all of her Beyonce music that was on her playlist because that she cannot basically link herself up with someone who is not even like a guest, like it's there, it's right there. It's not even a guest. And she tells you what she's doing, but she cannot link herself up to someone who is openly um, blaspheming the God that she loves and adores and as she says that she cares about or serves. So she had to get rid of it and it hurt her because, you know, she grew up with Beyonce and a, a lot of us did. And, you know, she had to just basically just let it go. And she said that, you know, it's not even really about Beyonce per se, because it's not a really about her. It's about the the demonic deity that's behind her. And she said something that was interesting that her friend had a dream that her, she, her friend was at the Beyonce concert. Remember, this is a dream. Her friend was at the Beyonce concert and... um. They saw this big demon, bigger than they have ever seen in their life. 
and the demon was crushing people. I want to get the dream right. The, she was got on stage to dance, dance, but the demon was crushing people, um, people that was under this demon, and but the demon has such a a face of, um, I don't. She didn't use this word, but a face of compassion or sincerity, or you know, it was so um, quote unquote loving. And it was so mesmerizing that the people that the demon was crushing was so mesmerized of um mesmerized by this demon's face that they didn't even know that they were being crushed and dying because they were like in a trance looking at this demon perform. And when she said that, it reminded me because um, I saw a video. I don't really know a lot of Beyonce songs. Um, and she, Beyonce was performing. I guess she was like doing a during doing a tour. I don't know when this tour was, but she was like crying and documenting herself, like you know, three days to see Jay Z, and I don't know the song, but she was saying something like she loved him, whatever she was singing. But as I was watching this video, I was like, oh, well, she looks so nice because she, the way she performed was so loving and so caring and so um, it like it draws you in to say, oh, look at that. Oh, she really loves her family. She really loves her children. So when Jackie Hill Perry said um her friend's dream it my mind automatically went to the video that I saw of Beyonce and how I was like oh oh this well it's okay well I guess but I just can't you know listen to your music but oh you know she looks so sincere you know because I think the the video she was saying like why did God give me such this this why did God give me such a big responsibility? You know, but I have to answer the call or some, something she was saying like that. So, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's that's it. It was just like you're mesmerized by um, her beauty. You're mesmerized by the caring and sincere look in her face, which keeps her fans and her beehive, you know, um, infatuated with who she is. So that is pretty much all I have to say is that I agree with, um, the prophet Tiffany, like we need to repent. Um, and if you haven't repented, you should repent, you know, and then she even gave another example about, um, she even gave another example about, summer um and I agree with it I actually agree with this so much I'm going to go to the post right now and I'm going to read what she um wrote because I just thought it was so profound what she said and I don't listen to summer um music because I find it depressing but 
I'm going to read what she said, and now I'm going to end with this. She said, this is Tiffany Morgan, the prophet. She said, Summer Walker don't even hide her worship to her God. The devil gave her influence to millions, and she uses her platform effectively for the kingdom of darkness. And there you are, a Christian, singing along to her songs. Look at you, a Christian, scared to preach the gospel, a Christian, scared to be bold, a Christian, blind as a bat, a Christian, in compromise, a Christian, in mixture, a Christian, in trouble with God, a Christian, renewing your covenants to the demons right in the DNA of your bloodline for centuries when you were supposed to repair the breach. Look at you, scared to lose the platform, scared to lose money, scared to lose followers. You fear everything but God. I was like, ooh, she read us to filth. And I, I was like, that's nothing but God speaking through her. And I love it. I love it because it, it makes a, a righteous indignation, indignation in me more specifically like, Yes, we should be as bold as a lion, the Bible says. To We need to be as bold as a lion when it, it comes to speaking what God told us to speak or doing what God told us to do, which bring me to my last point. I, If you've been listening, I have been in my Bible reading from Genesis. Now I'm in the book of Job, but I was in 1 Kings, um, more specifically chapter 13, where the prophet, the, the Bible calls a, a young prophet went and he had to tell the king a message that God has said. And God gave him very precise instructions. Don't eat. Eat, don't eat anything when you're there. Don't drink anything when you're there. Um, when you leave, do not come back the same way that you left from there. Like the way that you came, don't go back that same way. Go a different route. So um, someone in the kingdom heard everything and saw everything that was said, went home, went to their father, told their father everything that would happen and, was, and what was said. And... The father went out, got on his donkey and looked for the man, saw the prophet and was like, hey, you know, the prophet said, you know, God told me I must not go back the way I came. Um, I must not eat any bread or drink any water while I'm here. This is what the young prophet said. And the old prophet said, oh, but an angel came to me and told me, you know, that you give him some bread, give him some water. So the young prophet went back, did what God told him not to do. And then the spirit of the Lord came upon the old prophet and, you know, said, didn't I tell you not to eat or drink or to come back the way that you came? Now you, now you will surely die. You know, um, a lion would come and devour your bones. And when I read that weeks ago, I used to say like, well, God, why would you do that? Because why would that old man lie to him? Like the old man lied to him. But the thing is, God gave his word to the young prophet. The young prophet heard directly from God. He heard directly from God. So when we hear directly from God on what to do, what to say, 
and how to say it, we must do exactly what God tells us to do. We must say exactly what God tell us to say, because if we don't say it, then we are walking in disobedience and disobedience is witchcraft, is likened unto witchcraft, the Bible says. And we are um, when we are disobedient, we give the devil legal rights in the spirit realm. The Bible says that the devil um, accuses the brethren all day. He goes before God accusing us. So when we are disobedient, the devil goes before God and says, see, look at your servant. They did this. So we have legal rights. We have rights to do this. We have rights to do that. But it's because of God's grace and mercy that he doesn't allow a lot of things to touch us. And when he does allow things to touch us because the devil has made his case and said that I have legal rights to do this because look what they did. They, the devil accuses us all day long. Then God said, okay, we'll do this, but don't do that. And in that, uh, in that when God allows the devil to... Um, touch us because of disobedience. He has a plan to bring it out for our good. The devil meant it for bad, but God made it, um, turned it around and made it for my good. So the devil thinks, oh yes, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get him. But God said, I, I turned it around and made it for your good because I allowed it to happen to teach you. So God is tired of us being lukewarm Christians. He's tired of it. He's done with it. He's tired of you prostituting yourself to these false deities and then coming and saying, but I love God. I love Jesus. Jesus is my my husband. Jesus is my friend. But I was just at what uh, a little little what's his name little Uzifer concert or I'm singing foul language foul songs that blaspheme God that he tells me to have no um, fellowship with or or you know I'm blessing people or praying for people because I want to be liked by them. As Galatians says, obviously I'm not trying to gain the approval of men. Obviously I'm not. I'm not trying to gain the approval of men. Because if I was, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. My approval is I want to be approved by, by God, not by men. And I believe a lot of Christians today, they want to be like by the world. As I said in my last podcast, podcast that we cannot bridge Christian Christianity and the culture. You cannot bridge the two. You're either going to be like the culture or you're going to be like Christ. And we see it today. We see it right now. This is like a case study of God exposing people who are Christians or people who say they are Christians. He's exposing your heart. He's exposing you. He's exposing exactly your relationship to him. 
He's exposing um, who are his sheep and who are not his sheep. He's exposed you. If you are offended or upset because what not only the prophet Tiffany has to say, but Pastor G. Craig Lewis has been saying this for 30 years. If you're offended by it, he's exposing your true intentions. He's exposing your heart. So that is all I have to say. I mean, I didn't really, (laughs) I didn't really want to um, talk about Beyonce, but it's not even really about Beyonce. It's about the demonic presence that's behind her that gives her the influence to seduce the masses. That's why her name is always brought up. It's not really about, it's not about Beyonce. It's not about the individual. It's about the entity or the, or the demonic spirit that works inside that person. It's, that's what it is about. It's not about a particular person. But there you go. As Tiffany said, a Christian, scared to be bold. A Christian, in trouble with God. There you go, singing along to their songs. Look at you. So what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Are you going to refocus your heart? And do what God wants you to do? Or are you still going to say, I love God, but I'm going to that Beyonce concert. I love God, but I'm still going to do X, Y, and Z. You just expose yourself. You're documenting your idolatry, as she said. When you go under those comments and to disagree with what she said, you're documenting yourself. You're documenting and you're, you're making a witness of what's inside your heart. So that is all. I know I went on with a little bit of, I wouldn't even say a rant because I I prayed that God would speak through me and God would, the Holy Spirit would say what he wants to say through me because it, we're, we're living in a time where look up our redemption is nigh. And that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say. So thank you for listening. If you made it to the end of this podcast, um, I guess the most important thing is to say, examine yourselves and submit your, your will to God and repent if you need, if you need to repent. And we all need to repent. So it's not even if you need to repent. But to repent and ask God to um, draw you closer, draw your heart closer to his. Ask him to lead you in the way that he will want you to live for him. You know, it's not enough to say I'm a Christian. What does that mean? I'm a Christian. What does it mean to say I'm a Christian when you're not even living like Christ. You don't even know who Christ is. You don't even read your Bible and you say you're a Christian. You you don't even know the gifts of the spirit, but you say you're a Christian. Like, what does it mean to be a Christian? 
Are you Christ-like? Do you embody the, the humility that Christ embodied while he was here on earth? Do you hate what he hate? Or are you trying to be friends with the world? So, I know I said that is all, but that's it. <laughs> I think the Holy Spirit is, he's, he's, he's sick and tired, y'all. He's sick and tired. He's like, you know what? Let me get up and deal with my church to make my bride holy and acceptable before Christ returns because he's sick of y'all. He's sick of y'all prostituting yourself to Baal, Moloch, the golden calf. He's, he is sick, sick of it. Like, ugh. He just, oh, you know how you see something that you just get sick? That's how the Holy Spirit is with the church right now. Sick of it. Sick of it. Done. Tired. So, that's all. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. Um, if you are If you are on YouTube, leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think. And like and subscribe. You know, if you want, um, God bless you. And I will talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.